Would you build a house without a foundation? Would you have a child and not name it? Would you let a stranger squat on your property? No, of course not. So why should the internet be any different? Every week, speak with top domain experts. Learn how to make money with domains. Know your legal rights. Each week, join our expert host to be master of your domain. Right here on Domain Masters. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, depending on your time zone. You are listening to Domain Masters. And I'm Chris Leggett, your host for this episode, sitting in for one of the true domain masters, Monty Khan. Just to give you a little background on me, I came up through the ranks of the traditional advertising marketing world, focusing on television and radio marketing, and I've owned my own successful marketing firm before Monty Khan asked me to come on board with Moniker two years ago. I'm grateful for the opportunity to sit in for my boss and friend, Monty, and excited for the show, uh, excited about the show we have for you this episode. Our uh, our show tonight is is focusing on a terrific subject: selling domains with assets. Now, some of you might already know a bit about selling domains with assets, but to cl- help clarify, we've brought in a few guests with specific expertise in this area. The first of which is Don Lyons. Welcome to Domain Masters, Don. Hey, Chris, thank you very much. Now, I do want to thank uh, both Monty and Victor for the opportunity of participating on the show this evening. That's great. We, we're glad to have you here. Um, now, Don, not everybody might know you as well as I do. You, uh, you work in the same office as I do, but not everybody might know, know you as well as I do. So can you give a little bit of background about yourself? Uh, certainly, Chris. Well, uh, after doing uh, equities and portfolio management with Merrill Lynch, uh, I became a senior account executive over at IBM and then at Vario. Uh, After that, I did transfer over here and am now a senior account executive here at Moniker doing domain asset management, and it's uh, a nice place to maintain, to say the least. Yes, that's for sure. Okay, Don, so the, so the burning question tonight, the question on, on at least on my mind, I don't know about everybody else's, but definitely on mine, is what are domains with assets? Uh, they're the uh, enthusiastic, uh, really cutting edge of where things are going as far as cash flow these days. Uh, domains with assets, or asset indicates domains with specific assets. Got to start out with a great domain. Normally you have addition to that, memberships, some unique properties, and also cash flow. Uh, The members consist of subscribers, purchasers, uh, members from bloggers or different forms. The uniqueness can be of, like, intellectual property, such as patents or copyrights, and also consists of technology. Uh, The cash flow is also important, but not a must-have. Okay. That's well. That's that's good stuff. It's good to hear that there that the the forms are also included in that. So a domain name with form also would be considered to be a domain name with an asset involved. That is correct. Okay. Well, Don, what do you see as these at the com- as the common traits in the sellers of these types of uh, these types of properties, these types of uh, domain assets? Uh, well, Chris, it's a good question. Uh, a lot of the sellers, and it's not strictly across the board. But a lot of the sellers do have multiple properties and actually want to get rid of one or two in order to focus on another one and kind of cash in on what they've done thus far. Um, you know, they just, some other just want to continue with their careers or just plain retire. 
So yeah. there's no specific profile for a seller, and uh, it makes it kind of interesting. You never know who's going to walk in the door kind yeah. of thing. I, I can understand that. Now, uh, for for most of the buyers, are they? do you find that a lot of them are doing it for the for the retirement funds, or do you find that they're mostly doing it just to, to expand other projects? Well, uh, the buyers can be more identified as those who are successful. Uh, they normally have cash in their pocket and technology or expertise that is uh, reflected in them being successful and wanting to expand even more. And uh, normally it's with expanding in their own industry by capturing more share of their market uh, or to get specific competitors. And oftentimes they'll want to get specific patents or technologies that they can apply to the current situation. Gotcha. Gotcha. So so can you give us some examples of, of these domains with assets? I mean, what, what generally... Uh, what generally constitutes a domain with assets? What are some common traits for it? You know, just well, let loose. Maybe, let us know about uh, I can give you an example of um, one that we've been involved with in the past. Uh, it's called Families.com, where the uh, seller actually didn't want to sell the business, and one of the criteria is that um, he didn't want to sign a non-compete because uh, he had another business, not directly but indirectly related, and uh, as a result, he found this is a good venue in order to offer his business. Gotcha. Uh, the buyer was looking for opportunities to expand his SEO skills. Gotcha. So, so for um, so for the what what are what are some of the names? Do you have a do you have a list of names or a couple names that you can give us on these assets? Uh, yes. Uh, well, for example, we went back to the criteria of memberships and being unique as well as cash flow. Uh, specifically uh, with families, uh, did have the membership of over 200,000 members, Wow! Uh, a form membership of 23,000, and it actually had 60 bloggers, many who were employed, that created over 37 blog topics, that 1,500 blog and entries per month, which was uh, quite a big population. That is. Uh, it did have the uniqueness of a coupon database, um, reviews and family-related yep. products, 1,300 different categories, and also carried a number one ranking by Google. And keep in mind, families.com, the domain name itself, is pretty valuable. Yeah, um, that's absolutely that, true. Yep. The cash flow on that, incidentally, Chris, was only about $12,000 a month. Uh, yet it did sell at our Traffic West conference in March for $650,000. Wow. That 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 pretty much kicks ass. That's that's an excellent uh, that's an excellent sale there. Uh, you have to have a happy client there. Well, uh, yes, and uh, also the seller was very happy, and that uh, he was able to continue his education and is now back in graduate school. Nice, yeah, nice. A double success story. How nice. <laughs> um, now, with these, with these, you were talking about the aspects of the memberships. You know the unique traits like the the patents and the the trademarks, the specific content and the cash flow. Um, you know it, that that really sounds like a business to me, and I I don't want to make the mistake of thinking that it's just a business. Is is a buyer of a domain with assets buying a business? I mean, uh, is it is it an well, actual business entity? Well, that's a, a great question, Chris. And um, no, they aren't buying the business per se because that's often a, a corporate entity, and the corporate entities all have histories. 
and it isn't exactly what the buyers are looking for. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, they can buy the assets and even have further opportunities of continued depreciation or new depreciation and not have to worry about any uh, potential skeletons in the closet, so to speak. Gotcha. So uh, it works out even better and much smoother for the transition uh, from one party to another. That's excellent. And it also provides a, a nice revenue source. Oh, yeah. Um, now, Don, we've, we're, we're, the primary focus of this is to find out uh, about selling these domains with assets. Can you, can you tell us a little bit about what the sales process is for one of these unique domain properties? It, it can't be a simple process. I mean, just well, lay it out for us. Let us know what it's, what's going on with it. We, we try and keep it simple because it's, it's pretty forthcoming. Uh, we have the first aspect, which is uh, packaging the product with the seller and making sure that there's full disclosure. Uh, the second part is the marketing and actually the sales, either in an auction or privately, of the domain with the assets. And the third, and actually the most critical part, is the smooth transfer of the domain as well as the assets. Uh, once that's done, you have a, a happy transaction with both parties smiling. Gotcha. Now, I, you, you said the gathering of information and assets, um, you're, you're talking about the assets as well. Is there some? Is it just an asset declaration that you're making in you know in the midst of a meeting, or is it uh, is there something a little bit more formal with this? Uh, no, it's pretty much a, a formalized document of which the seller is able to provide a description of the memberships, the tangible, intangible assets, the cash flow, as well as ownership. Uh, you know, personal records uh, that are needed to obtain the assets, uh, the revenue factors, and uh, what it's going to be needed to transfer these assets. So there's full disclosure. And uh, there's also a section in there that's important to know this, and with a blank where the seller leaves, uh, fills in what it's important for the bidder to know about so that the bidder feels like he does have all the information in order to feel comfortable to bid on the product. Gotcha. So this isn't this isn't uh, we're not talking about a guarantee of of income or a guarantee of future income on this. Then no, we are not. We are talking about uh, the seller being able to provide all the information as the product itself is sold as is where is. Gotcha. Now, now you talked about the marketing and the selling of this of the domain with assets, Don. What yes. type of marketing do you uh, do you generally uh, do you generally do, and what what kind of uh, what kind of people do you look to sell to? How do you guys go about that? Well, essentially, we leave no stern stone unturned. Um, we use the seller's input. They're normally an industry expert in their particular niche. Uh, try and use uh, their database of possibilities. Plus, we have our own database in conjunction to using third-party sources such as Ubers. Um, between all of that, uh, we pretty much cover it all in order to make any and all uh, prospects aware of the opportunity and the opportunity to answer their questions in a timely manner so that they can participate either in a bid process at an auction or give an offer outright prior to an auction. That, it sounds like you've got a, uh, a wide range of resources at your disposal for uh, for doing the marketing and selling of this. It sounds sounds really good. Um, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the the escrow and transfer of, of a domain with assets versus a standard domain. Well, how does how does this transfer process differ from uh, 
from, you know, the standard domain transfer process, which, which you and I are both familiar with? Sure. Well, of course, we do have the standard escrowing of the domain, and that's always safe and secure. So besides that, in the, as part of the escrow process, we also have a description of the assets, which are included in the bill of sale. Yet one must acknowledge that there are also timely events that need to be addressed quite quickly. Uh, specifically, this would involve uh, people who are under contract, say bloggers, and need to get their employment agreement over to the new owner right away so that the transition can be smooth. And uh, oftentimes we'll have them use a, uh, their own or a third-party attorney in order to execute this. And uh, this is something where your next guest uh, is quite proficient in doing, and I'm sure he can uh, add quite a bit to this. Absolutely, Don. Thanks. Thanks. I appreciate the lead-in with Steve. And, and uh, just, as, just as a final clearing, uh, what advice would you give to potential sellers and buyers of domains with assets? If you can keep it brief, that'd be great. But, you know, just, just make some points on, uh, on what advice you would give for the sellers and buyers of domains with assets. Well, uh, for the sellers, I'd suggest that they emphasize the growth of their memberships, clearly identifying the unique items that uh, they do have to be transferred, uh, and also uh, you know, develop their business to sell. Keep that in mind. Uh, as far as the buyer, yeah. I suggest that they be willing to move aggressively as this is an area that is expanding rapidly and going Sounds to get like just more and more crowded. Yeah, it's, it sounds like it. Well, Don, I want to appreciate your time and uh, appreciate you taking the time to talk to us here on Domain Masters. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll be talking with attorney Steve Sturgeon, who sorts out all the legal aspects of these types of domain transactions and is going to help us get a better handle on it. So stay tuned. You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. The question is, are you still master of your domain? Stay tuned. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R. Com. More than a name. Generating buzz for your company is essential and now easier than ever with Paper Post, the consumer generated advertising network. Our powerful network of bloggers at Paper Post will creatively expose your product or service through original link generated ads and embedding video or audio on their sites. Launch your viral marketing campaigns with confidence and enjoy increased traffic with higher conversion rates only through Paper Post. Visit paperpost.com and join the revolution. One, one traffic for results without hassle look no further than search ad network focused on your core goals our dedicated account management team will drive your online sales increase brand recognition and generate leads for offline sales through expert search engine marketing and technology in addition search ad network offers free click fraud detection and api access into all major engines to ensure your business reaches their desired roi visit searchadnetwork.com today to experience true profit through performance 
changes every day. And SEO stay informed with the help of the largest search engine news authority on the web. The search engine newsroom of webmasterradio.fm. Weekdays, Danny Sullivan headlines the biggest stories in search and delivers compelling commentary with the search engine pros on the daily search cat. Ryan Eisenberg, Anthony Garcia, and Robert Durrell break down thousands of blogs daily to bring you news and views five days a week on BlogBuzz. Webmaster Radio also brings you no-holds-barred analysis and opinions every week with Strike Point, The Pulse, SEO Rockstars, and The Alternative. The search for news stops here with the Search Engine News Authority, WebmasterRadio.fm. Want a hot pod? Load it with WebmasterRadio.fm and play with us all day long. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Now, back to Domain Masters. You're still master of your domain. Yes! (laughs) Master of my domain. Here's your host. Good evening and welcome back to Domain Masters. I'm, my name is Chris Leggett, and I'm sitting in for Monty Khan, the true master of domains. Uh, what I wanted to touch base on, get back to, is that we're in the middle of a show regarding selling domains with assets. Uh, this is a subject that some of you are already familiar with, but we've been uh, we've brought on Don Lines in the first in the first bit of the show to talk about it a little bit. And now we're going to follow up with uh, with Steve Sturgeon, who is an attorney. Uh, I met him recently at a show in New York uh, and found him to be a, a phenomenal, phenomenal guy. Steve is a well-known, well-known attorney in the domain name and webmaster world. He has a huge experience with domain names and, and entrepreneurial ventures, financing. He's got several hundred legal cases under his belt. He's, you know, he's done everything, been a member of the United Nations Task Force. He's testified on con- uh, for Congressional Congress on, the, on a conference on the Internet. And uh, just, you name it, he's pretty much done it. But what we want to talk to him today about is, is the, the legal ramifications and, and some of the other aspects of selling domain names um, with assets, the ones that, that, things that aren't necessarily covered under a standard domain transfer or standard domain sale. So with no further ado, I'd like to welcome Steve Sturgeon to, the, uh, to Domain Masters and to the radio show. Thank Welcome, you. Thank you. It's a pleasure being here. Pleasure joining you this afternoon. It's good to have you here, sir. It's good to talk to you again. Thank you. Uh, we, we've been talking, we talked to Don Lyons a little bit earlier about a lot of the aspects that go into selling a domain name with assets attached to it. Um, what, what we're looking, though, to talk to you about is, is getting a little bit more information, of, more from the, uh, from the legal perspective on it. And what I, what I wanted to ask you first is, can you elaborate on the importance of of thorough due diligence, a thorough due diligence review from a legal perspective. Sure, I'd be glad to. The due diligence aspect is extraordinarily important. Uh, Don touched on it just a few minutes ago. The due diligence review is the review of all aspects of the transactions. Um, it's called due diligence because the buyer needs to be diligent. The lawyers of the buyer need to be diligent in reviewing all aspects of the transaction. And during that review, um, all of the assets are reviewed carefully, and the legalities, the legal transactions, the legal contractual arrangements, uh, the trademarks, all those things are reviewed because a good transfer needs to be done with a contractual arrangement in order to ensure the seller and the buyer um, really transfer what they're 
intending to transfer. Absolutely. So the contracts can contain warranties, representations with respect to assets, contracts, trademarks, as Don mentioned, intellectual property, possibly patents. And some of the things that a lot of people overlook is, as Don mentioned, the bloggers, the employment contracts, even the employees might be transferred over. You wow. have a, a wide range of complexity from the simple website that uh, just contains some source code that's transferred. It gets sure. more complex as you have databases, um, contracts, contractual relationships, uh, relationships with advertisers. And, you know, it can be really complex for the sale of a, a virtual business uh, that has employees, assets, leases, all sorts of things. So it's very important for the seller to have due diligence to very clearly point out and describe to the purchaser what's being transferred, and the purchaser wants to be sure they get what they're intending to have transferred. Otherwise, it can come back to bite both of them or either of them. So, so is it also, and this is, this is just in continuation of this, is this to also uh, establish the responsibilities of the buyer um, in, in, taking, in, taking, in buying the domain name and with these assets? Is this also establishing the ground rules for their responsibilities, or is it, uh, is it just laying out what's coming with it? It's laying out responsibilities because many times there needs to be a continuing duty to the other party during the transition. For example... Many times the buyer will want the seller to continue to devote their effort and attention to train the new employees of the purchaser to make sure it works properly, to answer sure. questions, those sorts of things. Oh, so there are continuing obligations that need to be contained in the contract as well. That, that's perfectly understandable and uh, makes, makes good sense. Um, what uh, what role do you what role does the lawyer or what role would you play in in the sale of a, a domain name with assets? What 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 specific things would you be involved in? Well, it's good to get the attorney involved early on um, to review from the seller's perspective to make sure everything's uh, appropriate. Uh, the, a lawyer can be involved in the negotiation, but in many of the transactions that Don's uh, involved in, they're not that complex that need a lot of negotiation back and forth. Gotcha. Um, the lawyer reviews the contract, prepares the contract, because the seller is transferring something valuable and getting quite a bit of money in return. And if it's not done properly, then a few months later or a year later, the purchaser could come back and say, hey, I didn't get what I bargained for. There's something yeah. missing here. I want my money back. Um, those sorts of things can happen. So we need to make sure that everything goes as expected and everything is tight from a legal perspective. Okay. That's, that's a good, good clarification on that. Yeah. Um, I, I'm sure, though, that with all this, there, there are some dangers, there are some, uh, some pitfalls in, in the possible sale of a, of a domain with asset. What, uh, what, type, what are those dangers can, uh, can having an attorney involved uh, how can how what dangers can be avoided by having an attorney involved and and getting them involved early? Right. Well, from a seller's perspective, um, they can get some or all of their money and then have a problem because some of these transactions involve a holdback, a holdback reserve, or the seller might make certain warranties or representations, 
And if those warranties or representations are found to be false, then they could be sued. The seller could be sued. Um, they could not get all the money that they expected. Right. Um, right. And there could be just a big legal battle. Gotcha. And similarly, from a purchaser's perspective, we want to make sure that the purchaser receives all of the assets, receives all of the benefits that they're paying for. And, um, you know, I've seen some transactions in which a purchaser makes the payment, gets the source code for the website, but doesn't get the database, doesn't get the rights to the membership, and doesn't get some of the contracts for advertising. And the guy says, hey, I thought I was going to get this. I thought I was going to get a full, complete, uh, profitable activity and, and website here. But uh, he failed to have written into the contract all gotcha. the details that he wanted to receive. Gotcha. So that's, uh, that's often for the protection of the, of the purchaser as well. Yeah, yeah. That not only yeah. just the seller... Uh, from the aspect of what they'll receive in terms of in terms of compensation or monetary compensation, but also right. from the buyer's aspect of uh, of what what bells and whistles come with that domain name, what the exact precise assets are. That's yeah. excellent. The due diligence is really thorough. A lot of people don't realize all the different aspects of a transaction that should be reviewed. Um, you know, the the intellectual property, the sure. databases, the source code, the sure. uh, support support contracts, all those things. Um, and, you know, it, uh, it's just not the thing that most people think about when they're developing a website or selling a website, but they're important to make sure that everything is transferred. That's expected so that the purchaser ends up with a profitable business that uh, they expected. We've done a lot of these due diligence, and uh, um, they're complex, but sure. it helps. It helps to make sure that the seller... Um, makes a transaction they want and the purchaser gets what they want. Absolutely, and I'm sure that most most people aren't uh, aren't familiar with all the ins and outs uh of what the what the legal and contractual obligations would be. So it it helps to have you guys or help an attorney involved in that, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Steve, how how can you be what's the best way to get in touch with you if if people need to get in touch with you? I uh, I don't want to do a shameless plug, but I'm going to do a shameless plug for you. <laughs> what, what's the best way to Sure. Well, my telephone number is easy. It's 1-800-STURGEON, my last name, S T U R G E O N, 1-800-STURGEON or domainnamelawyers.com, which is pretty descriptive, domainnamelawyers.com. Okay. That's excellent. Well, I want to thank you for being on the show, Steve. It's 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 great to have your uh, expertise and have your your prodigious knowledge uh, available to us on this. And we we're hoping that uh, we can get you on in the future. And uh, thanks for helping out our audience and giving uh, giving the information. Appreciate having you here. Terrific. Thank you. My pleasure. All righty, sir. Talk to you soon. Right. Well, that about wraps it up for this installment of Domain Masters. My thanks to Don Lyons and attorney Steve Sturgeon for taking the time to be on the show with us and share their expertise. Thanks to Monty for letting me uh, sit in the, the chair of power for, uh, for at least one episode. And, uh, and we would uh, like you to tune in next week and, and stay tuned for future episodes. And as always, be the master of your domain. <laughs>